Welcome to Digital Hospitality. I am your host, Sean Walcheff. This is a Cali BBQ Media production. We are coming to you from Austin, Texas, JW Marriott at the Restaurant Transformation Festival hosted by Restaurant 365. I get to have some incredible conversations with owner, operators, technologists, people that are in the digital hospitality space. The best people on earth, this conference is already sold out. And uh, I get to have an awesome conversation with Melissa and Eric. Holy Stromboli. Yes. Tell me more. Oh, so uh, we're in our 14th year of operation. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you, Thank you so much. It was something I wanted to do my whole life. I always say that uh, I had built Holy Stromboli a long time ago, right in my heart. So yes. uh, 14 years later, we're thriving and um, doing amazing things and uh, have a very good, solid infrastructure uh, ready to expand when the time How comes. How many locations do you have? We have one right now. Good for you. Yeah. I love it. We have we have one location, but we're five distribution locations. So we have a we have a heart. We've we've been in business for fifteen years. Our barbecue brand. Oh, congratulations! So congratulations to you. Thank I you. can't wait to hear about the expansion plans. Oh yeah, it's pretty cool. It's <laughs> yes. pretty cool. Let's let's yes. see. Let's hear about them. Well, uh, we're in a, a historic building. It was 115 years old this year. Wow. Burnt down St. Patty's Day. No. Uh, yeah, in uh, 18 or 19. 10 is okay. when it burned down three o'clock in the morning kind of the witching hour kind yeah, of weird right. but uh they rebuilt it later that year and it's a it's a labor of love so not only are we building our brand and building a restaurant you know expanding the restaurant we're also restoring a 115 year old building oh, so wow. you have to love it and i always say i'm very the building's lucky i love it and that he loves me because, <laughs> <laughs> because it's it's a whole hell of a lot but we love it yeah, so um, we have a we have a speakeasy on our lower level, about a hundred seats. Cool. Uh, we built a veranda last year that seats about sixty people, um, and we're about one hundred seventy seats inside. And we've got two thousand square foot to expand into after that. Very cool. So after we after we get through that, then we'll consider either other other concepts or additional Holy Stromboli locations. Right. Yep. That about pretty well up? sums it up. Yeah. So what do you do on the on the financial side? How do you keep how do you keep the finances in order? Well, we've always ran Holy Stromboli as a business. Yeah. You know, and I think what what gives a lot of independent operators a bad name are people that get into the restaurant business because they love to cook. They forget the, say, the business part. Yes. They they, people the love my food and I love the, to entertain, but they the don't run part, it as yeah. a business. And we went into it. We went into it business first. And, and that's been our been our focus. We've been a financially strong company since since day one. It's that kind of. Um, preparation for the the rainy day that you mm -hmm. know it's going to come. You don't know what it's going to look like. You don't know when it's going to come. Um, for many of us, you know, it was COVID. COVID yeah. this, COVID that, and how many how many places went out of business because of because of COVID. We actually thrived um, because we had prepared for that day, and we continue to do so t today. What kind of preparations did you make before? Just solid. Solid accounting of the of the numbers, the books. Um, you know, taking inventory, knowing your knowing your cost of goods sold, knowing your knowing your prime cost, looking at those things on a regular basis, not not relying on some CPA firm to tell you how your business is doing. You know, a, a month, forty five days after the end of the period, but but having those numbers like the very next week and sitting down and proactively looking at those numbers and making business decisions on those and having budgets. Having budgets and putting away for a rainy day. You know, yeah. we kind of run our restaurant like we do our house, household and cash sales go into the bank. We just pretend they're not there. So in a separate account. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's sure. great. What uh, what have you learned in the fourteen year journey about running a restaurant that you could that somebody that's listening to this that's thinking about getting into the business of restaurants? What what kind of advice would you share? Wow, uh, there's so much, right? Yeah. Uh, I'm a, I'm a public speaker. Um, I speak often at uh, trade shows yeah. around pizza, and one of the things that I say to people is spend the money upfront. <laughs> Yeah. Like if you think FRP is expensive when you're building, it's even more expensive when you're working seven days a week and you're tired as heck and yeah. you're, you know, fully engulfed in operations. And now you have to go figure out how to hang FRP where you cheaped out. Right. Because yeah. you're like, it's $30 a sheet. Well, guess what? <laughs> that's really that that's a small expense at that point sure. um, instead of having walls that are destroyed. Right. The other thing, and I think it's it's so important, is spend the money on the point of sale and your accounting technology. We we went with a less expensive POS mm -hmm. uh, to begin with. And 14 years ago. Yeah. yeah and we, we didn't have many options. We didn't. And it, <laughs> there was like two options. It was Micros or Aloha. Right? Right? Yeah, what you go with? No, we went with um, Firefly. Firefly. I didn't even. I didn't. Yeah. No. It's actually a company yeah, no. <laughs> uh, here in Texas. Uh, yeah, it's yeah, a company Grand, here in Granberry, Texas. they were called. And yeah. it was and it was it was terrible. And we lost a lot of money. I, yeah. I literally had a log um, like on the wall of like uh, how much money we had lost because oh. of issues. Right. Wow. And I, you know, but anyway, I don't, I'm not here to talk bad about them. What I am saying is spend the money on the POS yep. because then, you know, 10 years later, 13 years later, uh, we had to get a new POS and that's like open heart surgery. For sure. Right. And, uh, we, but we had to do it and it was the best thing we ever did, but spending the money on those things that you think, uh, it's so expensive. It is way more expensive not to do it mm -hmm. in the, from the get, right? Yeah, absolutely. And how about you? The only thing I would add to that, or, well, a, a couple of things, um, go into it with a, with a business mindset, you know, in, in, engage an accountant from day one. Yeah. Um, understand, go to, go to classes, go to trade shows, do your, do your research online on, on what common restaurant metrics are and how you get to them and the things that you should look at. But not only that, but as you, as you're a brand new restaurant operator and, and you're developing your systems and processes, document those things, no matter how simple they might seem at the time, mm -hmm. even if it's just simply, you know, how do I build an Italian cream soda in my restaurant? Or deploy a fly trap. Correct. Right? Yeah. 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 Document those things because you're going to have to train a whole lot of people that are going to yes. come down the line. And once you open the doors for business, with any luck, you're going to be busy as busy yep. as hell, and yep. you're not going to have time to go back and catch up on all those on all those things. And it will pay off. It'll pay off dividends like like you wouldn't believe. Restaurant 365. Tell me about the the relationship. Why you use them? Why you're here? Oh, love Restaurant 365, and not just because I'm here, and not just because I'm on this podcast. Um, we we are probably one of the biggest cheerleaders for Restaurant 365 out yep. there. Um, we've had Restaurant 365 for a good number of years. Um, I actually, I actually listened to Morgan on a, on a podcast really years ago. Years See that ago. you hear that all <laughs> yes. those founders yes. that are out there, what we talk about all the time is why it's so important. You never know who's listening. Yeah. You never know who's listening. The next great operator might be listening to the show. Absolutely. And, uh, I, it just, what, what he talked about really resonated with me because at, at the time, you know, we were using a combination of QuickBooks and spreadsheets and, you know, a, a bunch of disparate systems and, and it was a, it was a struggle and we could handle it. But if I was to bring somebody else in to try to be an admin assistant or a mm -hmm. bookkeeper or an accountant, there, there were just so many intricacies of those disparate systems that 
It just didn't make it would be untrainable. And so we reached out to Restaurant 365, did some demos, absolutely fell in love with it. We almost had to kind of convince them to bring us on, being a, <laughs> being a single unit operator. I love Tell um, me more, please. Well, because, and, and, I, and I get it, you know, they don't want to, they don't want to get in bed with, with people that aren't running solid businesses. Sure. Or they want, they want a part, they want a successful partnership with people that know what they're doing. And so we really kind of had to convince them, look, we're not, we're not a mom and pop restaurant. Yep. Uh, we, we don't look in the, you know, in the cash door at the end of the week and make business decisions on that. We are running a good, solid business here. And uh, we've never looked back. We use them for, awesome. for finance operations. We, we use all, all of their products. All of them. I am. Um, we recently brought on the workforce mm -hmm. piece with hire. And that I'm not I'm not exaggerating when I say that was life changing. Really? Uh, yeah. You Tell know, what? well, I would struggle to get applicants into the restaurant. You know, we're in a smaller town. Uh, I don't. How many in the town? Uh, well, at the time, 6,500 people. 6,500. Yeah. The wow. town has grown. I think we have like 10,000 now. Right. Wow. But I don't have people in chef coats like stro strolling down the street like <laughs> sure. they do in Denver. Yeah, do I go to Denver areas. and I'm like, sure. I want that. Yeah. Like, so um, it's harder to come by applicants. And I would post jobs on Indeed. Mm -hmm. And two, three, four hundred dollars later, I would have, you know, empty empty clicks, right? Yeah. And I would have some applicants that didn't show up um, and whatever else, right? And just the challenge of getting our name out there and yeah. getting exposure um, was really difficult. And then you have the stack of applications that you have to have for how many years, you know, yeah. in case you hurt somebody's feelings, yeah. you have to have that. Um, and switching over was life-changing. Uh, you have a coach that helps you, helps you write your job ads and helps you with those things and helps you um, improve your reach. So that was amazing. The minute we turned it on, I was like, oh my God, I don't even know what to do with all these applicants, wow. right? But the, you know, the tracking system, the way that you can reach out to people, you know, you can choose like text or email. Does um, it also have onboarding? onboarding yes, is slick. really and we we had another onboarding system that made me want to like stab myself good thing in i do eye. this show so i can learn I know, about right? the product. <laughs> I know. i'm too busy doing the show i can't hear about all the products but oh. that's fantastic yeah the old onboarding was like oh it was terrible you yeah. know and now i can just i can send a link to the employee and they can do it from home amazing and then there are parts that we can do with them you mobile can, yeah and oh, you can yeah, customize it so great. i can say you can do this at home but you have to do this here with yep. me um life changing. I would tell you if, if for, from my own perspective, because he does all the financials, mm -hmm. if I could only pick one piece of the product, that would be wow. my favorite piece. That means a lot. Yeah. That's impressive. Sure. You can't pick just one piece. I know. <laughs> no, <laughs> you need more pieces. You need more pieces. So what's exciting? Tell me about the, the plans for growth. I mean, when you, when you come here and you hear big ideas, you talk to other brands that, you know, obviously, you know, for, for us, I can't believe, you know, the, the people that we've had in here, it's great to meet, you know, people like you that have been working as hard as you have to build something that's, that's profitable, that's exciting, that, that you want to grow. Well, what are your plans for growth? Oh, goodness. You know, in the 2000 square feet that we have right now, um, we, we are looking to add like Italian deli, cool. uh, espresso bar and a gelateria. Really? Yeah. Very cool. In addition to some extra seats, right? A uh, little bit bigger kitchen, those things. And then our speakeasy has room for growth. So we're going to put uh, more into the speakeasy. 
we really want to build a bar that that is representative of the era, mm-hmm. you know, so we kind of have a temporary bar down there. Um, and then once we maximize this location, then really decide, is it a second Holy Stromboli or do I want like pull out my Rolodex of like all the restaurant concepts? Mm-hmm. You know, they're like bouncing around yeah. it here because there's a <laughs> circus and monkeys up well, here and they were full time. You, you said it when you started. It, it's it's in our heart before it actually becomes a reality. Yeah. 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 100 percent. So, you know, do you pull one out of the Rolodex and say, I want to try this concept mm-hmm. next or do you duplicate holy stromboli and i don't know uh you know i was talking to another operator which is another cool aspect yeah. of this this show yep. is i was talking to another operator and she says yeah but sometimes you can't duplicate that feeling that mm-hmm. people have in your four walls if you open it in another location you know that our building is really special yeah, that's true and so does it lose something um so because I always thought, well, maybe if you're duplicating your first concept, you already have systems and processes and yeah. recipes and you're like, let's do another one. But she's like, but maybe not. So that gave me some food for thought. Mm-hmm. And that's why I love this kind of networking and getting to talk to other operators because they really like give you food for thought. But one thing about it, if you have good, solid systems and processes in place at concept A, you can use those same principles, those same processes. Yeah, the, the look, the feel, the cuisine may be different. But how you manage your finances, how you manage your people, how you handle how you handle training and, and onboarding and all of those things, if those are well documented and it's a well honed machine, then I think it's much easier to open number two, whether it's the same concept or a completely different concept. That's true. Yeah. Great points. So every single week on Wednesday and on Friday on the social audio app Clubhouse at 10 a.m. Pacific time, we meet. Uh, digital hospitality leaders, restaurant owners, technologists, sales professionals. We have a micro community where people that can't necessarily get to a trade show because of time conflicts, we meet every week. So Wednesday, Friday, come on stage, share your story, join the community. Um, It's a great place for us to help you, the listener, um, with anything that you might be working on. Uh, How can people keep in touch with you? Well, they can uh, hit me up on Facebook. Nice. Yeah. um, Melissa Rickman. Yep. Um, Holy Stromboli okay. on Facebook. I don't do a ton of Instagram. Things kind of feed into there. Um, Melissa at holystromboli.com is my email. And then hit me up on Clubhouse. Yeah, you're on yeah, Clubhouse? I am. You got to come on stage with us. I would love to. You got to come amazing. on stage with us. I would love pizza to. Industry Convos. Beautiful. Uh, the Pizza Clubhouse. I'd be honored to. Yeah, State of when, the Industry. When is it? When? Mondays, the third Monday of each month. Okay. Yeah. I'm in. We're yeah. in. Hold me accountable. I'll be there. And then Eric good. at HolyStromboli.com. Yep, Eric at HolyStromboli.com. That's awesome. This is fun. Thank, Thank you for you having so us. Thank you so much for having yes. us. And uh, Restaurant Transformation Tour, be sure to go to their website. They have an upcoming uh, event in Chicago as well as New York, and I'm sure they will continue to put these on. I'm sure they're coming back to Austin and uh, something on the West Coast. So um, Restaurant 365, thank you for the hospitality. Thank you for uh, allowing us to have really cool conversations like yeah. this. Yes, Come. Thank it's you. a great. It's a great show. Yeah. Yeah.